And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I am Brian. I'm Mike. What Alex numbers? forgot what number we were. I forgot what number we were. <laughs> 44. 44. 40 f- I, believe that's, I believe it's 44. I think. I believe it or not, I think Mike is right. <laughs> no, that's impossible. No. no. History would be uh, no. otherwise. In an infinite universe, everything is possible. <laughs> everything is is. Is. In an you're, infinite you're, universe, correct. everything you're is. exactly right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Including the universe in which there are no... Uh, We're on episode 45. Other 45. This is 45. Yep. Is this 45? Oh, so okay. I was wrong. So I feel yeah. better now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, everything is right with the universe. Great. <laughs> yep. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Seven more to go for a year. <sighs> wow. A year That's doing crazy. this. So That's close. Kind of crazy. Um, yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> Why is the dog joining us already? Because he's down there making those little puppy eyes. Okay. Don't worry about it. So wait, do puppy eyes beat out Trudeau butts? Ooh. Um, maybe Trudeau butts, yeah. Okay. She's going to start saying Trudeau instead of Trudat. So. Trudeau. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we know what Jen's been doing this week. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> At least right before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I hadn't heard about it until Alex yeah. mentioned it. Thank you, Alex. You're a good friend. You're welcome. The only problem with him being from Canada is that he does sex backwards. And he apologizes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that second part really brought it down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I'm sorry you only finished 12 times. I'll do better. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I accept that. I'm sorry is how you know he's almost done. <laughs> oh, wow. He just says it a little faster, a little faster, a little faster. A boot there, a boot there, a boot there. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> Hey Canada, we love you. Oh Canada, <laughs> clearly we, we love you and we're jealous of you. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we never got a red green show here. Because Trudeau, but and because you had John Hodgman on your match game, and don't oh. stream it to the U.S. Oh, it's not fair. It's so not fair. Look, it's very specific things that I've yes. come yeah, to. Yeah, Canadian match game is like, <laughs> the milk was blank. <laughs> Everybody just put spoiled. <laughs> There's or like no words. To really, good, eh? <laughs> yeah. really good, eh? Really good, eh? Really good, eh? I don't know, but I was grateful. <laughs> <laughs> they all turned into George Harrison from the Beatles, apparently. But. <laughs> all right. But definitely John Hodgman is the Charles Nelson Riley of that. Panel, is he really? Right? He's like, flamboyantly gay? Well, no, but he... With huge glasses? Well, glasses. Hmm. I mean, it's, he's got to be either Charles Nelson Riley or Richard Dawson. And I do not see him kissing no, every woman who no, walks past no, him. No, no, no. All right, he can be Charles Nelson Riley. That's fine. I mean, sometimes that seat was radar. Yes, it was. Gary Burgos? Yes. Gary Burgos? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 45 of Panelology, in which we talk about Match Game, and it makes Alex's day. Yeah. Match Game is wonderful. So. I love Match Game. Although if we went to talk about Hollywood Squares, that would be okay, too. And Paul Lynn. I do enjoy mm-hmm. Hollywood Squares. Mm-hmm. Paul Lynn was the best. Paul Lynn. Yeah. All right. So, so I was forever. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is our retrospective of dead 60s and 70s celebrities. <laughs> Don't you know this episode can't be worse than last week's oh, episode? Oh, God. They can. There are prior episodes <laughs> that are. Uh, yeah, there are. That's true. That's true. We'd yeah. have to work really hard, though. <laughs> Okay. Or, or literally not at all. I don't know if working hard is how we got to those episodes. Really. Right. We had the last week's episode. We shouldn't, none, the three of us should not have done that show. No. I, I, we should have just let Alex find three more people to do that I'm, show. I'm pretty sure the not trying mixed with large amounts of alcohol is when we really get into trouble. Or when we do our best work. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Well, so yeah. It's, it's really a talk, you know, high risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me just drink a little more. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's talk about comics. Let's do that. That is what the show is about, I thought. I mean, unless we reboot it as a match game podcast. No. Oh, snap. Not what? That'd be so much fun. Maybe we could get John Barrowman on. <sighs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, that's a but right there. Let me tell you. That's a but. Yeah, but he's a little old for Nightwing. Yeah, he is. It's true. No, that Unless is it true. was like Good Nightwing. Then he would just, <laughs> good Nightwing. Good Nightwing. Nightwing Beyond. It's nine it's nine PM. Good Nightwing. So, so that's that's good Nightwing, bad Nightwing. <laughs> it's like good touch, bad touches. That would be Nightwing at Piccadilly. There are no bad touches from John Barrowman. Nightwing. There are no Orpheus? bad touches. Or Nightwing, no. right? Or Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Notwing. <laughs> oh. Poor guy. Is that his really fast boat version? His dreadnought wing? You were going A N O T there. I was going N A U G H T there. So fucking English. (laughs) Hooray, English. (laughs) Sorry about that. Fun, fun language. (laughs) Sorry about that. A boot. Sorry about that. (laughs) All right. We've covered (laughs) most of North America so far. Does anybody want to say anything offensive about Latin America? Nope. (laughs) Let's keep going. Again. Nah. No, okay. Why would you throw that up there? <laughs> because we almost covered North America in being. No, no, Alex, we can just skip over that. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Thanks. So it's up to you on whether or not you cut that conversation. <laughs> See, we had the opportunity to talk about comics a minute ago. I was just going to throw in a wall joke, but I couldn't figure out what. So, um, just let it go. Yeah. Uh, one of the characters at live D&D at Dad's Garage last night was Breitbart the Barbarian. Breitbart the Barbarian? Took the first shift of the watch when they were camped out so he could build a wall around the camp. Oh, nice. <laughs> a wall nice. around the camp. Okay, but a wall around the camp would really be good, though, like, right? That's, that's actually helpful. <laughs> that's a good like, idea. Yeah. actually, like, real helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you forgot to put a door in. Yeah, it's only funny if you make the animals and, and the creatures that are going to attack you pay for it. Well, <laughs> spoiler alert, a monster snuck in as a little white girl. Oh, okay. And he let her ride in. Because, of course he did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> it was quite fun. Uh, well, 
Justice League of America, since we're ignoring Latin America, Brian. <laughs> hey, I just said you could. I didn't say you had to. Justice League of America. Um, Actually, true to form, enjoyed number one far more than the Rebirth issue. Agreed. Yes. Um, And far more than the other Justice League title that's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I Actually, this was fun. The characters that are in this are much more... This is kind of odd because the whole point of Batman putting this team together is that people feel like they can relate to these heroes and yeah. they're and they're closer and they can believe in them everyday folks and and it it, it kind of works as reading it too so yeah that's i like that i i did enjoy the conversation between batman and vixen uh, when he's talking about putting together this team to yes. be the people's justice league and she says come on we know there's no justice League you've never had to fight before <laughs> yeah. she said literally you've never been part of a justice league you haven't fought yeah <laughs> um and Lobo makes a reference to Legion 89. Oh, are you kidding me? Is it the fish? Is it the goldfish? It is. Did you not? I thought I sent you this picture. Um, Oh, yes. Is it it the fish? It is. It is the fish. That's fucking hilarious. It's the dolphins, yeah. He has to save some dolphins. There's a panel that says, and the main man can't stand to see a dolphin cry. (laughs) Yep, dealing with a sea monster that was molesting some dolphins. Oh my god! <laughs> well, like well, I don't know that molesting well. is the actual, but yeah, like in the harassing. Sense, about, yes, correct. Yeah, not not <laughs> not in where our audience would probably tend to go with it. But <laughs> to be fair, you don't know that it was. I don't know that it, you're right. That is, and correct. also to be fair, dolphins are rapists. So, <laughs> like ducks. Yeah, dolphins are rapists too. They will rape people. Dolphins will rape people. They will rape people. Interesting. Yeah. Ever been it's raped terrifying. by a dolphin? Well, you know. It's actually an alternate universe version of Touched by an Angel. <laughs> touched by a dolphin? Yeah. You, you know what the Show scary the thing is? You. I was about five seconds away from making that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, can raped you show, by a dolphin? That sounds like something. Can you show and then me Alex on goes, the doll? <laughs> can you show me on the doll where Roma Downey touched you? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's right. By a dolphin, not raping a dolphin. That's and then they started calling me Flipper. They were all song about it. Call him Flipper. Taught me. Every time I heard the song, <laughs> that I just said, shied away. He is faster than lightning. <laughs> Gross. Sorry about that. So, uh... <laughs> Back to Justice League of America, huh? Yeah, let's get back to that. <laughs> um, still, Frost, I am... Frost is great. I, I, favorite character. Yes. Yeah, in the book. Frost and Lobo. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the blue ones. And as white. is so often the case. Yeah. Fair enough. It's just like X-Men. The blue ones are the best ones. True. That's true. Nightcrawler and Beast. Uh, yeah, I will. I will continue with this book. I will too, at least for a little while. Yeah, right, right. Also, oh, don't um, get me wrong; they can still ruin it. Yeah. But <laughs> who's writing it? Nobody. Don't worry about it. Just don't. don't, don't just don't no. worry about it. Steve Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for pointing that out, Mike. <laughs> well, that was him defending himself I, I know, from picking up I, another book. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. 
Uh, yes, right, because he because he reads too many as it is now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm done. That, yeah. Thank God you're on a podcast. About yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna have a my. I'm gonna quit this one and start a new one. It's just gonna be called Steve Orlando and Anna Senti <laughs> speak. <laughs> Is it is it going to be called Nascenting Opinions? <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That's good. I can name fake podcasts. <laughs> don't ask me to name a real one. Uh, I did want to mention one thing, though, with respect to Justice League of America and the recent Superman multiplicity arc. This is the second time in recent memory that characters from Multiversity have shown up. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Lord Havoc. Havoc. Oh, who was granted? He, he's done other things, and he was around in the the countdown fifty two right. period. Um, but he is front and center in this, and his team. And maybe you want to read Multiversity if you haven't yet, because it seems like they're pulling more and more of that in lately. And I have a feeling it's going to probably tie in fairly heavily with what goes forward in resolutions to. The big DC rebirth. I suspect, thing. given that it has Justice League in its name. Right. <laughs> the other Justice League book is apparently starting to, but no. Yeah, they would have they would have to do some convincing of me to Look, to pull me in. If you're reading it and you like yeah. it, great. Oh, it's sure, just sure. Not my cup of tea. Um, things that are my cup of tea. Tea. Tea, tea is good. Tea. I do like tea, especially a good Thai tea. You have oh. Thai tea. You have tea tamarind there? in your refrigerator. Oh, thank now. you. You're welcome. Not to be confused with Tamaran, home of Starfire, Starfire who is in Teen Titans. Indeed, from downtown. Downtown. That's more like it's adorable when he sports. Wow, I, I was like, is that really a is that, sports is reference? That what I look like? Alex, holy cow! When well, it was so badly done, I didn't realize it was a sports thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was trying to sing downtown. <laughs> but two o'clock. There we go. <laughs> really, I was trying to bait you into singing downtown. There you are. There you are. Now, see, that <laughs> makes okay. Yeah. The universe is right again. Yeah. <laughs> there we yeah. go. See nobody on that one. <laughs> Teen Titans number you're being five. Cadbury Bunny. Um, I again still enjoying this book. Love Damien in it and the dynamic that he's still having with this team. Yes. The only slight concern I'm having in this book is Starfire fitting in with it. Fitting in what? Whoa, now, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> That's well. not what I'm talking about. It's okay. She's uh, like boot. 19. That's fine. Um, but, uh, and an alien. And an alien. It, 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 <laughs> Super good. It just doesn't Dolphins fit. Literally all her, of these, probably. this whole team, kind of the whole dynamic of it is this, uh, these young people who aren't sure of, of how they fit together of what their powers are and how they're going to use them and what they will or won't be able to do as a team together and all the and like Starfire has way too much experience to be part of this but that also sets her up to be the emotional core of the team correct if she takes the place of if she takes the role of being calming and confidence inspiring and sweet in that way that Starfire is on the just or on the Teen Titans cartoons then, Not how she has been portrayed more recently in comics, though. Sure, but isn't part of the rebirth. <laughs> no, the, and I'm, uh, that's fine. Forward. They need yeah. they need they need to set her in that pretty quickly, though. Yeah. So 
That would I think you nice. see shades of it. I agree it's not overt. Yeah. But they definitely could go that route from what they've been doing so far. Um, although you do kind of get more of that from Raven in this issue. Yeah. Really? Her taking Damien's pain on herself. Yeah. I mean, that was... It just seemed like a Raven thing to well, do. Well, that is a Raven thing to do. But <laughs> That's a teenager still. thing to do. <laughs> I can fix him. Let me take your pain. Let me get the bad boy. I can fix him and change him. And then he'll date me. That sounded and weirdly date me. Or my friends. Weirdly Frankenfurtery. <laughs> Here, let me take your pain. <laughs> well, uh, she's one of the two who makes the kind of the, the plea to the other team. Yeah. Also, which so... He said, so Starfire isn't taking, doesn't seem to be oh. taking that. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But other than that, the story and certainly with, with Raish and that I, and the league, love it. Okay. Love it. Love it. Assassin's so I do have one question and minor spoilers. Does this mean there is now on each coast a big giant T-shaped yes. tower? Yes. Yes, yep. it absolutely yeah. does. Okay. Yeah. Which is, which my guess is why they moved Titans to Manhattan and yeah. made that very clear. Yes. Titans take on Manhattan. Yes. So now we have Titans in Manhattan. And Teen Titans, and teen titans in, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Yes. <laughs> titans East and Titans West. Uh-huh. Basically. It's wonderful. Yeah. I like yeah, I'm fine with it. I like that <laughs> even the towers, like one's red and one's blue. Yeah. Yeah. And one's a, one's a real stylized red tea with with kind of point and looks much more Damien new. Yeah, and one is a very a traditional. Was that Wolfman that stuck yes. him in a tea originally? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? In one of them, it's a giant tea. It's a giant tea. It's a giant tea. In one of them, you can catch Volpix, and the other one, you can catch Growlithe. Mm, cool. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> It'd be cool if they like drop, could like drop sacks on people from up high, <laughs> like teabag them. Teabag them. Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Try to work that in. T for two. <laughs> two for T. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about. Saskatchewan snowplow. That's called. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if that was a euphemism, but damn, did it sound like one. I think that's where you pack it with ice first oh. and then oh. try to melt it out. Oh. No? Oh. No, sir. <laughs> I'm not going to make a joke about Shayara making crushed ice. Oh. I'm not going to do it. Crushed ice. <laughs> that one's called the Randy, Randy Zamboni. Randy <laughs> and you know what rhymes with Randy? <laughs> Commandy. Commandy. Oh, cute. Nice. As in the Commandy Challenge, number two. Mike. Yes. What did you think? I thought it was fun. But, I mean, this whole thing you can't take seriously. So. Yeah. Right. You have to read this book for, for what it is. Just be entertained by it. And yes. it's, it's going to be fun. And spoilers. Now, now, <laughs> solving the missile thing from the last one with a giant gorilla coming out of the head of it, and it's the Trojan <laughs> horse scenario, and then other invisible gorillas show up too, right? Because they, they didn't all yeah, fit in the missile. They tracked 
the missile. Right. They tracked their leader in the missile okay. to the hidden city. To the hidden city. Because right. they didn't know where it was before. So not, not like one lion was looking over the walls looking for giant hordes of gorillas coming? Would anyway. It, if there's a giant nuclear bomb in the middle of your city, would you be paying attention outside? To be fair, they thought it was a god. Yeah, they fair thought enough. it was a god. And if someone asks you if you're a god, <laughs> you say yes. Yeah, fair enough. And then I, I, I just thought it was funny. It's it's just going to be interesting. Oh, to, to, I, I like applaud to Tomasi and those guys. That perfect. I, I thought that was a wonderful way. Like yeah. like <laughs> that that is so ridiculous. That cannot be what they had intended. Well, and this, this is well, no, it's not. If you read, the right, I did, I did. And That's what I'm is, saying. <laughs> I think Hilarious. the second time now that the team coming, and this is I think the fun part for me. The team coming in, their solution is better two for two now than. What the team that set up the cliffhanger? Correct, right? Design. And speaking of cliffhangers, I, 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 <laughs> that's, I, that's yeah. the challenge this week, right? Like, like a literal cliffhanger, right? <laughs> My money's on pterodactyl. He was all, yeah, yes. yes. I would think so. He's all over the fucking place, though. And then he's he's in Orion's <laughs> but, chair or whatever the fuck that thing is in the basement. Yeah, the Mobius chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, if you've ever read a, he takes old, a little Mobius, old trip. Kirby comic, that's how they are, man. They're just like I'm not just, just random boom, boom, shit, boom, boom, Kirby. Yeah. Dots and everything. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. So, who's writing the next batch? Uh, is it? Know, but let's find out. I don't is know. Abnett the next one or did no? Abnett was one? the. They did the first one. Okay. Hang, on. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'll tell you in a second. It should be at the back here. Well, he looks that um, up. Uh, uh, oh, Miotti and oh. Connor. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Awesome. Yes. So, so Jim's on at least through issue three. Do you, <laughs> so I wonder, are they truly like? The, the other team doesn't know until they see the panel. I really think that's how it I, works. I yeah. really, okay. and I, I, really I, that. I really think that's, I, I think it's why we're liking the solutions the new yeah. team comes up with better is they're coming in with such, and they're looking at it going, how, what is like the most ridiculous way I can get them out of this to, yes. yeah, to foil what came yeah. And those new eyes I think are wonderful. Yeah. It's so, great. So that said, I like that this one left off with a nuclear bomb about to go off. And right. then this one just simply throws them off a cliff. And I'm yeah. like, ah, that was kind of, anything can happen there. So it's not really like good fucking luck. Like the last book was, yeah. how do you get out of that? This one right. is kind of like, ah, oh, it's falling off a cliff. Falling I mean, it, like how many times four characters in this jump off a cliff in out. a comic book? And yeah. yeah, yeah, we could figure that one out. So, uh, we'll if, see though. if you want a more serious take on human and animal land, check out clearing the backlog later this week to see what I thought of the autumn lands volume one. Mm, okay. Mm. The autumn lands, the autumn lands. Okay. Okay, What a plug. What a plug. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right. Anything else on Commandy? Nope. Enjoying it. It's it's fun for what it is. Cool. Brian. Yes. What did you think of The Flash this week? Uh, the Flash. This was the final issue in the uh, Rogue's good. Reloaded arc. Oh, no, sorry. In the arc. God, Mike. <laughs> um, you know you're going to read those button issues. I will. Which are about two two issues away, two a month away. Uh, this was right. seventeen. They are twenty one and twenty two. Okay, so we're we're about three issues away. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so it 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 took a very kind of traditional rogues gallery mm-hmm. turn to this, which I'm not upset with. Yeah. Um, and I like, and I don't want to spoil it. I don't. But I yeah, do I don't like. Either. 
the new status quo sets up for Captain Cold. At the I, end. I, I do as well. Um, I like how, and I like how they brought in those those three characters mm-hmm. that were that kind of tested against that, yeah. and now it's very paper clear. Cut shows up. Yeah, nice. Yeah, paper cuts there for very briefly, <clears throat> and uh, it, it how that establishes that I think is going to be very interesting for for long term. Yeah. Which is the game that he plays, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Indeed. All right. I, I, the only disappointment I have is that they didn't continue with those, those uh, classic covers, and I still want to yeah, know why. Yeah, I, I, that bums me out because mm-hmm. they were gorgeous. Yeah. Um. Okay, Brian. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the old guard. Oh, so this is a brand new book. Um, it is by Rucka. With no art, reaction from Mike. With art uh, by Fernandez. Good Rucka. Uh, you know what? It is good Rucka. So this is a this is a team of people who have, uh, without going into a whole big long detail backstory, there's just flashes of panels that convey this to you. Um, that these characters have lived for a very, very long time. They're basically immortal. The old guard. The old guard. Yeah, and it, it's a team, and they've basically formed a mercenary team uh, because at, to go do specialized missions, and they take on only what they want. And you know, at least one of the characters you learn is really tired of this kind of existence that she feels like she's just wasting time now until something finally happens. Um, but, uh, and of course in this issue, we kind of lead up to something that we can see the start of what I love is they don't try to tell you the whole thing of what's going to happen, but they give you amazing. I know, but they give you very clear details that there is a story that they have this story. They know what it is, but so we're just going to, we're just going to lead you up and show you that. Yeah, it's going to happen, but not tell you like the whole thing. I love cool. it. Yes. Cool. I would recommend for people who uh, who enjoy whole stories at a time, this will probably be better in trade for them. So, like Mike. Me. Like, like Mike. Mike. Yeah. Just like Michael Jordan. Yep. In my new segment called Trading Places. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Everyone next week expect me to ask Mike about Trading Places. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> All right. Okay, I walked right into that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Quantum teens are go! Quantum teens are go! So, Brian, you read this one. I did read this one. Neither of you guys read this one. No. Okay. No. To me, it's very clear that it's by the same by the same writer mm-hmm. as uh, Kim and Kim. There's yes. a lot of the same feel to it, and, and I, I can't say... Yeah. Anything other than feel. It feels more <laughs> grounded to me. It does. It, um, yeah. In that it's still dealing with like high concept sci-fi, mm-hmm. but it is treating that as sort of a normal thing. It is not leaning into sort of the strangeness of the world. And it's not like an outer space, like, like out there kind right. of thing. I, yeah, mean, I think it's, it's going to get out there, but it's going to be time it, travel yeah, out there. Right. It, but it it takes place at least initially, and I, I think it's probably going to continue on Earth. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of regular kind of kids. Yeah. But, you know, in, you in a, a sci-fi. Of, right. You get a scene of, of the two main characters who are 
working on this time machine, just hanging out at school the next day after they've raided this facility. Right. Um, and they're sitting there at lunch, and they never name what musical they're working on. It's Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, clearly. But they're sitting there talking about, oh, the, the puppet's not working right, and I've got to nail this solo, and... Uh, your lighting makes me look terrible. Yeah, there there, there are panels discussing lighting design. And, and like, but like, but like, the two main characters are like, okay, whatever. They're like, you're not listening to this. He's like, no, I'm I'm thinking about this other thing. You're yeah. just that's just extraneous to me. Yeah. So, um, it feels a little more controlled, maybe a little more intentional than Kim and Kim does. And I think she's got a better grasp of what. Uh, th- these characters are and yeah. where this story might be going. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I like Kim and Kim a lot, but I think this is a more controlled book. And yeah. I think that's obvious. Yes. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? Uh, no, I, okay. I enjoy, I'll, I'll definitely pick up another one and, and yeah. see how it continues. And I think, I think it's doing black masks, usual four issue thing. Yeah. So, I will probably stick with this one through through at least its first arc. I would think See so. See what it does, yeah. yeah. Um, how about Infamous Iron Man? Jen, what did you think? Um, I liked it. It's the ending really made the whole book worth it to me. Yes. Um, because I opened that last page and I was like, what the fuck? Well, and... She did. She we actually have, said that. We have to put spoilers down on this one, so maybe let's double back to the ending in a okay. minute. Yeah, okay. um, I like that. The issue is dealing with Doctor Doom being reunited with his mother, mm-hmm. which I don't mind saying because A, she's on the cover, B, she was in the last issue, and C, like, you're going to see her at the very beginning. So right. I don't think that's a spoiler. No. Um, entirely coincidentally... I also read and wrote up Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, Trial and tra, Torment, tra, Triumph and Torment. There's the title. Um, Words, they're so wait, hard. Which one of those was the title? Triumph and Torment. <laughs> okay. Um, which is the story of Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom actually saving his mother from hell. Ah, okay. Yep. It is also Very where uh, Doctor Strange picked up the Sorcerer Supreme title. Okay. Yeah. Doctor Doom was second place. That's when they added extra anchovies, and which is also kind of mentioned in this. Issue. Yeah, yeah. This this issue yes. actually ties into or brings up the events of that. Yeah. So there are three. There are three kind of sets of two people dealing mm-hmm. with each other. There's Thing and Maria Hill. Yeah, and they they have a couple of different scenes together. There is uh, Doctor Doom and his mom, mm-hmm. and they have conversation and then there's dr doom and i can't remember who the scientist is what her name is but. yeah she started out in invincible iron man as sort of a romantic interest for tony but th- towards the end her and and iron man ha- or dr doom have a whatever same thing doom. yeah um <laughs> have a conversation and those that similarity that they you have two people having a conversation throughout the yeah. whole thing works really well um and i kind of like how that felt yeah um, I, I will say this, and I know I say this every time I read an issue of this. I hate that uh, Christopher Eccleston has already played someone in the Marvel Universe, because if Marvel picked up Fantastic Four again, he would make a wonderful yes, Doctor Doom. Yes, he mm. would. Yes, he would. This Doctor Doom looks so much like him. 
sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicholson's getting old. That's okay. Yeah. This doom. This doom. This doom looks gold? a little old. He's 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 got that dignified air about him. He, 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 like he, it because it, it goes. It, the play of this one is he's been through all the things that he's been through. Yeah. He's had this whole life where he was the bad guy and did yeah. all these things he's, and everything else. And he's and, one of the only people who remembers Battle World from Secret Wars and who remembers the world before it. Right. Like he and Stephen Strange and like a handful of others are the only people who remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to, unless there's anything else either of you wants to say before we get uh, into the end. No, no. Spoiler warning. Another one of those people is Reed Richards. Oh my God. Now, Yeah, that was a shock. That was... Did you guys... Do you guys know which Reed this is, though? This I is mean, no. not the cosmic. It is ultimate read. Okay. Okay. Right. Which the only giveaway there is his dialogue balloons are in upper and lower case. Okay. See, I would not have caught that. Yeah. This is the. I don't care about dialogue balloons. Yeah. I mean, I do, and that yeah. they're very aesthetically pleasing sometimes. And if they're not, I won't read the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you go back and look, his dialogue bubbles are in fact a normal case. <laughs> yes, rather I'm, than I'm other. looking at them right now. Yeah. Um, this is. Evil Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe. Nice. Known as the Maker. Nice. Yeah. Who is one of the only people to but come But now through. I'm less what the fuck, though. <laughs> well, sure, but I also like the upside-down world in which this book is going to take place, where you have good Doctor Doom fighting yeah. evil Reed Richards. That is pretty cool. Yes. I do like that. I do like that as well. Um, there are... There's some kind of uh, I've noticed with Marvel. These I don't know if this is intentional or if it just kind of happens this way. There's some very clear about five or six different I don't want to say categories or ways that you can look at Marvel books and put them into into groups. I like sorting things. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> and so you have kind of what I would say is like the young heroes of Marvel right now, mm-hmm. which is like Champions and the Hawkeye that's going on right yeah. now. Uh, probably America, maybe. America that, probably. Right. We'll fit in that. Um, you have the, the humorous books, which is clearly Great Lakes Avengers, Unbelievable Gwenpool, those which are, the humor is clearly where they're going. And to be clear, there's always going to be, there will always be some overlap between. Oh, sure, categories. sure, sure. And yeah. I'm I'm not saying that any of these are are hard fit into these for every issue or right. Um, But then you have what I would consider would be this one, which is like uh, infamous Iron Man Hulk right now is definitely in that category. Um, And they're really dealing a whole lot more with the character and who they are and them figuring out who they are and how they're dealing with life and all that kind of stuff. The, the sort of superhero introspection. Yeah. 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 And I, I I mean, like I said, I don't know if this is intentional on Marvel's part or if it's just kind of happening this way, but I mean, I think there's one of the things Marvel does well that DC is doing again, uh, you know, moving away from sort of the house style of new 52 (laughs) is, recognizing writers' talents. And in doing that, I think they do probably say, okay, this writer writes these kinds of books well. It's why, you know, we both picked up Champions right. this week, even though neither of us is really doing the Monsters, Unli- Monsters Unleashed thing. Right. Um, because Champions is normally a funnier young teen, young superhero book, and the guy who writes Unstoppable Wasp wrote it. Oh. And that 
becomes a one-to-one. It makes it really easy, I think, as a reader to say, okay, no, that makes sense. I can see this book working. Yes, and indeed, we'll yeah. talk about it. It does. But. Yeah. Um, I also think maybe some of that comes out of... I don't think Marvel divides its editorial staff the way DC does. Like in DC, you've got a Batman office, right. a Superman office, and other books may fall here or there, like Wonder Woman's in the Batman office right now. Mm-hmm. But... Marvel, I think you get more style from individual group editor comes through, um, which is maybe something that, that I would be interested. Like, to, I would be interested to see if some of these titles that I think kind of are the same type of thing, if they're going from the same editor. A lot of them do. Okay, if you go back and look, a lot of them do. You'll see trends. Like a lot of these are uh, uh, probably Axel Alonso. Okay. Well, I think he he got promoted. I forget who's. Who took his place? Anyway, um, but yeah, if you go through a lot of those sort of funny, quippy books are coming from one office. A lot of the more introspective ones are coming from or one editor. A lot of the introspective. So, like Infamous Iron Man is is Tom Bravort. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Who's been he was uh, well tweeting yesterday? Yeah, Axel been, Alonso's editor in chief now. Yeah, so he's yeah he's up. He moved on up. And there yeah. was another one who, like a lot of the books that sort of established the the this the quirkier, funnier, like the Hawkeye, the, the fraction Hawkeye, okay. for instance, that's less super heroics and more just Hawkeye being a yutz, mm-hmm. um, all came out of the same office. And that guy's now helping manage Marvel's cartoons, Marvel's okay. TV shows. So, all right. Yeah. Um, yes. Infamous Iron Man. Good, good book. Yeah. I find myself really liking these in- introspection type yeah. books. That's good. Um, let's talk about champions. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I re okay. So both of us were kind of hesitant about picking this book up. Yeah. The only reason I had started looking at it was because it was a champions book and I really enjoy champions. Mm-hmm. So then I picked it up and kind of looked at it and we found out, gee, guess who's writing this one? See, I already knew it. If I had not watched you pick it up, I would not have gotten it. Okay. But I watched you do it and that was enough to send me off the edge because I knew who was writing it and that's the reason I got it. Yeah. So it's Jeremy, is it Whitley or Whiteley? I think I it's know. Whitley. Okay. And it, it fits right in with both champions. And of course we both love Wasp right mm-hmm. now. And this is a great story. Um, I, it may partially be because there's only a little bit of MU part of yeah. it fits in with it. I will but, be honest because this is a, a longer book too. It is, a is not longer, the normal right. 20 page. Um, by the time the monsters showed up, I had forgotten that it was that a it was an MU. Yeah, book. you kind of do. Yeah. Um, so I, okay. Yeah, this is actually good. All right. Maybe, you know, if Mark Wade moves off this book, he can take it over. I'd, oh, I'd let him I, be the successor. I, he could definitely continue writing champions. Um, no question about it. I don't want Mark Wade to go. No, there, I don't need if he did. Yeah. Um, and then flaming monster shows up. Oh yeah. That's what this book is. <laughs> Indeed. Um, it, and giant Gorn. So, and, and it turns out I, I this, uh, this was the book I had the most difficulty with just because I couldn't decide what my quote of the week was from this book. Do both. Do both. Really? Do both. I have Alex's permission to do you both. Have my, you have my. You're doing two long box book reports. You can do two quotes of the week. <sighs> See, I like this. Hmm. So do I think twice? I don't know. Brian, Brian's quote, quote, quote of, of the, the week, week. <laughs> quote, 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 quote. <laughs> quote, 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 quote. <laughs> 
didn't even sing it. You should be happy. Batman versus it. Elmer Fudd is another one of the uh, DC. <laughs> is oh, it really? Looney Tunes crossovers. He's Batman, Batman versus Elmer oh Fudd. Oh my god! <laughs> Written by Tom King. I'm on. Be very bat. quiet. I'm going bat hunting. Right. Hunt a Batman. Hunt a Batman. I love it. Bat season. Bean season. Bat season. Bean season. <laughs> Is that Elmer Fudd Joker? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. Kill so, the Batman. Kill the Batman. So the, the first one is from Viv Vision, who is uh, talking to, uh, I can't remember her name, but she basically brings out the worst fears in everybody. And she talk, and My she's mother. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. So Viv goes, stop this or I'll be forced to make you. Ooh, let's look in that little head of yours, Robo Girl. What kind of things are in your nightmares? I've lived my nightmares. There's only one thing left in my dreams. What's that? Electric, Electric sheep. <laughs> nice. Well, answered the question, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> so the other one is Spider-Man and Nova are going chasing after the hotness. Who is this? It's really called the hotness. His, His name evil, is really the hotness. Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but you can't be called the hotness. That's not acceptable. <laughs> That's what his to be name fair, is. There is no the. Is there is no the. He okay. is just hotness. All right. Okay. Yeah, he is just hotness. Then that's a yeah. a way to get around it because my name is hotness. That's yeah. My name is hotness. Yes. Okay. That's all right. Okay. The hotness. It can be can be the hotness because right. that's the, from No Heroics. Oh, and if you've never seen that show, go to fucking YouTube and watch it. But right yes, if, I mean, if it's on there, he's drawn to look like Guy Fieri. And, and we should watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going after him, and uh, he's like, hmm. Uh, how come we have to go track down Fire Dude Bro? And he's like, oh, I was going to go with Guy Guy Fiery. Guy Fiery. <laughs> he's like, whoa, that's way better. So then they keep going. He's like, my name is The Hotness. The Hotness? My name is Hotness. You said the. Oh, okay. My name is Hotness. Da, da, da. He's like, Disco Inferno? Has it really come to that? Uh, I don't like that one. You know what? I think I'm going to call him Hot Mess. Oh, man, you're on fire today. Dude, phrasing. Because <laughs> they're fighting the fire guy. Right. Right. <laughs> I love it. Adorable. And he's like expressed concerned about being on fire the whole time. I don't the want to be on fire. I let him do two because the vision one I liked better and I knew I was yeah. going to pick this one if I only let him do two. Oh, good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Actually, I probably would have gone anyway. <laughs> the hotness heats up his microwave dinners in his palm. And then when they're done, he goes, ding. <laughs> he goes, ding. Ding. That's, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Have you never seen No Heroics? I have never it's seen No so Heroics. It's so fucking hilarious. I know. I have to watch it. I know. I know. All right. We're going to put it on. Yeah. We're going to put it on one, at least one episode <laughs> okay. before you guys leave today. Okay. I'm, I'm good with it. I also love Miles flirting with the bad guys in this book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Smiles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they kind of all, all all the guys do some. Well, uh, Cho does. Okay, but she flirts with him first to distract him. Fair enough. This is Miles starts hitting on one of them. Okay, this, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Nova kind of does man. too, though. So Nova does too yeah. a little bit. But my, you're right. Miles hits it hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well. Whoa. Whoa. Phrasing. Well, little competition. Speaking for of phrasing. Wait a minute. <laughs> and, and Ms. Marvel, right? <laughs> did you read Spider Gwen last I week? I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I did. There was a moment. In Much there. awkward. <laughs> Much awkward. Oh, wow. Why'd you take so long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. So we're on the record now officially as having said something nice about Monsters Unleashed. Indeed. Electra number one. Electra number one. Um, you, did you read this one? Nope, you? just you. Okay, Tell you know what? Uh, I actually enjoyed this one as well. Yeah? Um. Yeah. So first of all... You were picking it up, you told me, because you liked the art in it. I'll, I'll be honest. The reason that I, that, that I really wanted to get this book was simply the cover of... Uh, the regular cover for number one, that was it. Was it Hot Woman? It's that one, right? It's there. Hot Woman. And I mean, I mean that that, is, that. that art is just gorgeous. Like I can't describe how perfect that is for superhero art for me. Like, hey Brian, that's good coloring. Is what that is. It did is your, really did your love of the regular cover stop you from getting any variants for this one? Uh, no, because <laughs> that was the collector side of me who was, yeah. But uh, this is this is a very interesting. Your Electro um, Complex. So she's basically under, undercover here to start and we in Las Vegas. And she's trying to uh, she's trying to figure out what's going on with this ring of what she suspects is probably like human trafficking kind of thing. And felt very Catwoman-y, if yeah. you ever read the, I think it was the New 52 Catwoman that started out that way. Well, okay. You talked me out of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Only, only because of the, the human, not not story beat-wise or any of that. Okay. Just, yeah. Just the, that, purely not, the human trafficking. Not in terms of, of quality or story. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Not General at all. theme. You not just cleared his black backlog. And then I don't want to, uh, I don't want to spoil who we find out the bad guy is, even though you see him in silhouette early, and I was like, oh, I bet that I knew exactly who that is. And it turns out. Is it Blade? <laughs> no, it's not. Um... It's not, so it's dupe from Ecstatics. Not, um, yes. but it's going to be. Uh, this is going to be. I think it's going to be a fun comic. Cool. Yeah, I'm, this I'm one, enjoying this one. This one's not a miniseries. This one's an actual ongoing. Right? I believe this is an ongoing. Bullseye's Unlike the Bullseye is like yeah. a four issue. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, I know that this and Daredevil and Kingpin and Bullseye have all been like co-branded as running with the devil. I don't think you actually have to read any of those for them to fit together. As far as I know, none of them. Like, I don't think they fit together super in any way so far. No, I don't think so. Like, I mean, they may eventually pull them together somehow. Maybe, but, but through May's solicitations. They if they do, my guess is they're going to run all of them for about probably six months and then do a big crossover among all of possibly, them. Possibly, And that's, yeah. that's a, you know, kind of like a clone conspiracy yeah. type thing. That would make sense. And that, I mean, that could be really good because yeah. at least two of those are, ridic- are are really good right now. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, if you want good new 52 Catwoman, by, by the way, Genevieve Valentine's run, okay. during which she writes Selena as mob boss, is wonderful. Okay. Strongly recommend it. Good. Just absorbing. Them. Yeah, I did no, not mean. I did not mean to scare you off with down. that comparison. That was purely a a because you know human who, trafficking, saving saving females who are being like kn- taken. Yeah, you know who wrote like twenty issues of the New Fifty Two Catwoman, right? Anderson. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, here's the thing. I don't. Catwoman was actually. I'm, I'm sure there's. If I read through, there's probably <laughs> some story me. ideas that are probably okay for Manasinti. It would just be her execution <laughs> yeah. of them that are absolutely horrible. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. 
So, like my problem, and this this actually started before I noticed that he took over the New Fifty Two Catwoman. My problem with the New Fifty Two Catwoman is Selena never learns a single goddamn thing. Okay, she makes the exact same mistake over and over again, all while complaining about how everyone she loves dies. Everyone you, you love dies because you screw over everyone you love. <laughs> There's no character development there. Yeah, that was yeah. my problem with that, right? And that started before. No, we all know people Wait, hold like on. that, though. Yeah, I was about to say, but, so you mean she's the most believable character in <laughs> comic books? If I'm not going to tolerate that person in real life, I'm not going to tolerate that person in my comics. That's fair. I'm just saying. There you go. Um, because you don't have to. Like, look, I learned that she and Batman kept the masks on during the New 52, and they take the masks off in Rebirth. That is all I needed to know from anything that was not written by Genevieve Valentine in that run. There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's move on. We are. We are moving on to... Basically, Brian's corner. We're in. Um, oh, gosh. Bedtime stories for impressionable children, number one. Oh, my God. Okay, so I enjoyed this one a lot. This is uh, uh, the best way I can describe this is it's the the, the overarching premise. So think like, uh, you know, House of Mystery has Cain and Abel describing the stories. And then mm-hmm. so there's kind of that that overarching outside the stories thing. And it is apparently this guy whose wife ran a in-home daycare and uh she left him and like moved to california or something and convinced him that in order to pay the bills he had to keep running the daycare so he is called uncle alonzo and the kids are like oh do you have like a a video game we can play or some movies to watch he's like no i don't have any of that so uh he just tells them horror stories (laughs) that's gonna end well so and the kids are like what why would you tell us that it's in between the stories? It's, it's I kind of love it. Many See, years I know therapy. people who would do this, and those are the people I'm friends with. <laughs> Got to gauge the room, though. I mean, only to know just how much you can afford to fuck up these kids. Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, and the the stories that are in it are are entertaining as well, which obviously is a big part if you're going to do a, <laughs> yeah. an, a an anthology book with different stories. And yeah, the, the little short stories are very, very entertaining. I like cool. it. Yes. And are all the are all the short story anthology stories in it written by the same writer? No, they, they are not. Uh, so, yeah, that's the same there's, thing. There's, there's, there's several different. Cool. Yeah. So it's a true anthology. It, yes. Yes, it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I did read something this week about an anthology yeah. book that is all written by the same writer, and I could not remember if this was that book or not. Yeah, no. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty quick read, too. Like, I would I, I would recommend picking it up and reading it just to see if it appeals to you, because if it does, you're really going to like it. Because if it does, you're really fucked up. There used to be late 80s, well, yeah, 90s, Piranha Press or <laughs> something was uh, Beautiful Stories for Ugly Children. Do you ever read that? <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I was Question. wondering if it was yes. similar. Can you hand this book to an impressionable child? <sighs> like Should me. You? Like me. Depends on the child. Okay. <laughs> How's that? I, w- I would give it to Mike as a child. Okay. <laughs> And and people did. <laughs> Fair. And this is what you get. So if you want someone to turn out like you want a child to turn out like Mike, absolutely. And you don't. Speaking of being like Mike, Darkness Visible. Tell me about it. <laughs> da, da, da. So this is the story. Uh, this is uh, the premise this is of the this story. One. Right. Of, of a lovely, lovely lady. Demon. Of a lovely demon. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls. <laughs> no. To no. sex traffic. 
No. no. So this is a story where basically uh, humans, there are, a number of humans have apparently invited, they call them Shaitan, uh, to allow demons to come infest them. So that demons are are mm. all over the earth. Shitting? Mm. <laughs> Is there an apostrophe? No. Okay. Shaitan. Shaitan. S H A I T A N, I believe. Shaitan. Yeah, <laughs> that is an anagram for Shatner. That's awesome. Um, Almost, not at all. Yeah, no, I mean that in the worst way. Yes. Um, and this is um, the story of a lovely lady who is bringing up three very lovely girls. Oh, and so you, you get an idea of. So there's this there's this little girl, and her father is a police officer. And, you know, he gets called in and, you know, predictably he gets uh, he gets kind of hurt. And so he's in the ambulance and she's riding with him and that. call. So you, you kind of feel like you've heard this story before. Or, you know, you know, it's it's uh, kind of a predictable track. And then, like, it gets much, much darker and much worse really, really fast. <laughs> would you describe it as visibly dark? <laughs> I would. You know what? Yes. At the end, it is visibly darker. Yes, wow. it is. Um, this is uh, this is going to be a limited run. Cool. So I, very, very interested. Certainly, I like I'm on. I'm going to keep an eye on this. I'm going to keep going. Obviously, gloppy. But uh, this may be one that I recommend that you might in trade. Okay. Yeah. I need to keep track of all my trades that I'm supposed to buy. Yeah. Well, did Britannia came out? Did you get that one? I didn't get that. One, <sighs> she get that. You know what else came out this week, Mike? What? James Bond Volume Two. Did it really? Yes. You didn't get Black Money Murders. I yet finally either, finished did you? Sheriff of Babylon Volume Two. So Black Money Murders. You didn't get that yet. Either. I haven't gotten that. Mm. Uh, image or Barnes and Noble is having an image sale right now. Buy two get one free. Online or in the um, store? Both. Oh, okay. But well, it's cheaper online. And you can actually find the book that you're looking for. Yeah, but yeah, but then they come to you all garbled. I have not personally had that problem. You've had that problem. I've had that problem. I think our mail lady is not fond of that. I mean, no, it was whoever packed it in the box. Oh, okay. What did they do? They like. It was, like it, it? it was like it was bent already, and then they shoved it into the box, and then put a heavier book on top of it. They managed to kill Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> so and when it got, it got here, yeah. So it was all like. Like mangled, yeah. Just so you at least go into the awful. store, you can go. Yes, that's an acceptable copy. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. the trick is just to order like six books so that they pack them well and pack them in hard. This is my problem: is my mail people bend shit. Like they will break spines on books. They Jesus. they will bane my Batman collections, <laughs> <laughs> and have you might say they are the bane of my existence. Um, bane. Wow. Uh, but I would waka say waka. That. No, I would say that. <laughs> this is one of the few things apparently I would say that you wouldn't. Um, the trick is to order enough of them that there's not room in the box for them to screw them up that way right. and that they have to pack them in cardboard so that my mail person can't bend them. There you go. But yes, through Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. All right. This sale is going up. Which means on Wednesday I will be ordering a bunch of the stuff that came out this week because there were a lot of trades out. There this were a week. lot of well, like uh, there's a ton of rebirth trades yeah. out now. Well, like well, this is just image. Yeah. Oh, well, like, okay, fair enough. But, volume yeah, two yeah. of Autumn Lands. I still need to get Seven to Eternity. Oh yeah, which has been out a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, sadly, James Bond is not image, so it won't work for me. But there were two or three this week that were image that were new plus seven to eternity. So yeah. did you tell me at one time that 
because when we were in Oxford, you know, I never go to comic book stores and we'd go yeah. last weekend. They have these huge Hellboy collections. Yeah. They only had four, five, and six out. So I was like, holy shit. And they're like 50 bucks a piece, but yeah, they're yeah. well bound and they're like nicely done. Big, oversized, yeah. black binding. Yeah. 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 They're beautiful. So yeah, I was that's like, how, oh, that's I didn't how even know they existed. Dark Horse does their, that's they awesome. call them library editions. They're basically their omnibus. Wow, style that's books. awesome. So yeah. now I'm like, Oh, yeah, six volumes of Hellboy to collect now. You can get them all on Amazon yeah. for. I can. I, I, yeah. I can tell like you, having oh, nice. having seen them and held them in my hand, at some point I will be buying the Lock and Key hardcovers. Hardcovers, yeah, They're beautiful. Did you finish Lock and Key? Nope, no, still on, still on three. Because I had to catch up from last week four. and this four. Three, four. You're, you're almost done. Oh, I'm on four. four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you had four in that car. So. Yeah, so okay. I've got five and six to read. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, those those IDW library editions are nice. Um, I have Fear Agent, Rick Remender and Jerome Payne's yeah. Fear Agent okay. in library edition. I haven't read more than a couple of issues, so expect that to show up at some point on clearing the backlog. Ah, oh, that's what I forgot to read this week. What? Didn't uh, Mike Manola put out something this week, didn't he? Was it a trade? Yeah, there was, was a, a trade single was... issue. I think it was a single issue. I saw it on the shelf and thought, oh, I'm sure Michael read that. I forgot. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Um, <laughs> is it still good? Yes. I'm not going to sing this week for you. Oh, my God. That's because there's no goddamn song for this goddamn segment. <laughs> yeah, but I sing anyway. <laughs> Is, is no, we well, just said good? no. Is it still good? I, is I said, it still good? I said I wouldn't say. <laughs> I can't do. I can't speak tonight. <laughs> I'm resisting the urge to do it to the tune of "Sending the Clowns" just to irritate Mike and. <laughs> mm. But you know, some, you, I love how he said to irritate Mike and no, that wouldn't irritate Brian. No, I'll <laughs> sing that. I love sending the clowns. I can recognize a Pyrrhic victory when I see one. <laughs> Action Comics nine seventy six. Still good. Um, you are starting to get like this. This is teeing up the big Superman crossover event. Yes. And in this Doppel Clark. I love that name. That's, <laughs> uh, that is a great name for him. Doppel Clark uh, goes full. This is not Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, uh, no, it's not Eyes Wide Shut. It's mm. depends on which part of Eyes Wide Shut you're talking about. Is it all the naked people? No, no. Oh, well, they're not interested. Mm. No, nope. so it's the okay. necrophilia. Um, no, I, <laughs> he goes like, like control controlling stalker. Uh, no. what, uh, what was there was a uh, at one point he he basically proposes to not basically he, do, he proposes he proposes to Lois Lois yeah like he goes insane in this issue when she runs out follows her stalks her back home oh god that's not terrifying actually what the hell's wrong with him (laughs) uh i don't know at the end his eyes are glowing blue hmm yeah there's something very very odd with this yeah yeah and it, it's his it's ramping up very quickly whatever is gonna happen yeah, yeah. well it this is the last issue of this before Correct. the superman what's the this a reborn? reborn maybe yeah. hang on i'll tell you in a minute because it's um, the end of this one superman tell it what it is yeah reborn reborn okay yeah. um which they also they also kind of tease in this that 
maybe there is a real explanation and we're going to get it for what happened to the Lois and Superman of this yeah. world. Yeah. Um, they were canceled. <laughs> Nobody well, liked them. Technically. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of the theories for people in... I don't think we've seen this anywhere. I think I've just read this theory online. One of the theories for people in Mr. Oz's prison that Tim is in... Right. ...is Lois Lane. Because I think it's there was a shot of... Like, someone had scrawled all over the wall, Superman will save me, or whatever. Like, some count of days. and Oh, there is something like hmm. that. In an issue of Detective, maybe? You see that? Hmm. But that's one of the theories. Is that yeah, when, when Tim is in that prison. Yeah. yeah. There's something like that. I do remember seeing that there was some interesting stuff in the background. Of it might of have been in the preview for one of the Superman Reborn issues. Okay. It may have been... Right. I'm going to be pretty disappointed if it turns out to not be actually Dr. Oz from the TV show. Yeah. I mean, Mike. he is it's one of the most rejuvenation. Right. He is making. one of the most despicable beings on this earth. <laughs> You're not so. Just saying. One of. And it's just a giant chill for a fat losing pill or something. That yeah. would be awesome. No, that was in Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get there. We're almost there. <laughs> but that wasn't a fat losing pill. Well, okay. That yeah, was anyway, a, anybody yeah, we'll, type we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Batman Beyond, number five, still good. This is the end of the arc that this has been in the issue for, the, in the book for issues now, so I'm calling too late to be spoiled. The Return of Bruce Wayne. It also brings another character back into play. <gasps> I have no idea. <laughs> then the joke's on you. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, Deathstroke. I think, Brian, was this one here or is this one me? You. Okay. Uh, Deathstroke's still good? Because I had the Batman Beyond actually marked as you, so I was afraid I'd swap to this. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, you get a big twist with Jericho's fiance. Yes, you do. It's a man, baby. No. Oh. No. Um, although the teaser for the next issue calls the next issue a family affair. <gasps> He's been doing his sister. <laughs> oh, no. no, but I just got far more interested in this book. What? <laughs> The ultimate death stroke. No, 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 no. No, his fiance has only been doing Rose. That would only be if me. you're Brandon Stark. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you, you know what? And I love how they showed the the page of her with the panels at the beginning. Yes. And then they repeated it. It was literally like the same thing. Well, this is one the, of the things Priest is so good at. It is. is. It is. Playing with time and framing. And then you see exactly what those panels turn out to mean. Yeah. And, ooh, excitement. Yeah. Uh, you also get into Jericho having... Uh, a double-crossed icon earlier in the series. Uh-huh. That and it's really come coming back. back to him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the the battle between Slade and Raptor. Mm-hmm. Slapped her. Slapped Raptor. Slapped her of puppets. And I, I love the comment of uh, uh, the whole. Would, why are you, are you into like this pirate theme all of a sudden? <laughs> it's his orig- He's back in his original costume yeah. with the you know the trailing things and yeah. Like, yeah. It's 
funny. Did you I see that it. joke? It was, it was like uh, the, the secret behind why pirates say that what they do, and the guy comes up and is like, the cannons be ready. And the captain goes, that's R. R. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Deathstroke's still really good. Though. Yes. Love this book. Hey, Brian. Yeah. How about Detective Comics 951? Ah, Detective Comics, still good. Uh, this starts the League of Shadows, Shadows. not the League of Assassins. Shadows. Shadows storyline. League of Shadows. And it is, it is, all, it is all set up the for League that storyline. It is all set up, indeed. <laughs> yeah. oh, Sheba. It is all set up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The League of Sheba. You're exactly right. Mm-bop. Um, Bop, yeah, they, read it and you will understand our dual, duality of meaning there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Still good. Brian. Yeah. Frostbite. You read the last issue of that this week. I did. So this is uh this is a was a six issue run. Um I really enjoyed this. Um even me, I will say this is one I would have enjoyed more in trade. Um <laughs> just because reading this whole story is it, there's parts of it that really don't kind of stand on the single issues that don't stand on their own very yeah. well. You just, you don't feel like much happened, but if you piece it together with the whole thing, actually a pretty darn good story. So you recommend picking up the trade? Um, I, you know what I would? Um, yes. Cool. Mike. <gasps> yes. You get to talk about a book. Holy shit. Read more than three next time. Well, I probably won't. Uh, <laughs> I know. Read, read some trades. and you can talk about I do that. read trades. Future no, quest. Tell us about Future quest. Is uh, God, it's it's really good, but it's coming to its end, and I don't want it to. But there will be more. There, right? And this was another exceptional issue of why this book is great, um, yeah. and it handles. I've never seen anybody, and I don't know who this writer is or what he's done before, but uh, this is Jeff Parker, right? Jeff Parker. It is Jeff yeah. Parker. Correct. Um, he has written. He actually wrote a big chunk of Aquaman. Really? After he's the one who took over for Jeff Johns and oh. did a fantastic job with it. Um, I know he wrote Batman 66 for a while. He's written some things. I think that was kind of the beginning of his DC work. Was I've just never seen are. anybody handle so many characters as well as it's yeah. done in this book. He does a really good job. Of Everybody gets that. screen time. Nobody shines more than the other. And it's all good. So And, and well you done. don't feel like he's cramming them all no, in. No, he's not. Like, they're just, just happening yes. the way it's supposed to happen. He even brings in the old Mitor somehow and it makes it relevant. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is great. So here's an idea. Uh-oh. Jeff Parker doing JLI. Yes. Oh, sure. That would be fantastic. I would support that based on this word that that guy's this is a really good book. DC, if you're listening, make it so. Make there you it go. so. And I, this is probably going to be something that, despite owning, we own some of the floppies, don't we? Yeah, you, you were buying the floppies, and yeah. we bought this one electronically, but this one's going to be in Hard trade cover, uh, yeah. somewhere on the, yeah. on the bookshelf. The uh, first trade, I think, is out the fir- already. The first no, trade is oh, out, it which is, is the first six. Out last week or but two I, weeks ago. They're going to do six and six. But I they, bet they do a big hardcover. It would surprise me if they did But it's just because... DC, so it'll take forever, right? Yeah. It will be... Yeah, it'll be a while. But the first Rebirth hardcovers are coming out in May. So... Oh, well, maybe then. It's real good. Of all these... I will say DC seems to have picked up on that a lot, and maybe it's a it's a move with well, Rebirth. Their that, issues are coming out twice as often. They can bring out the trades a little faster. Now. Yeah, but I mean, they seem to be 
fairly well on it. So probably Brian's phone. Yeah, it, it was because I can see the light in his. <laughs> it was cup receptacle because I couldn't figure out to say cup holder in time. Cup receptacle. <laughs> it works. That got to my yeah. that got to my tongue first. That's fine. It's, it's an it accurate. Was, it's an accurate description. It was so the first good. phrase to inflict a mouth touch. <laughs> good mouth touch. <laughs> Okay, uh, Brian. Yes, sir. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. So this is uh, this is continuing the story of uh, Wonder Woman. We um, imagine that. I, I, sometimes I just talk to it until I get the, yeah. the issue up. And you vamp for time. <laughs> I do until I can go. Oh yeah, I, I remember exactly what this you is. You almost baited me into going a lovely lady again, <laughs> but I realized we've already made that joke in the last ten minutes. <laughs> That's great. Um, so yeah, it, it it really is just continuing the story of who this uh, I don't want to say who it is but this evil person and how she's using the people in in Wonder Woman's life to manipulate them and her and yes and the pressure really ramps up in this one cool Jen mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man number 24 the last clone conspiracy time yeah um, I, I will say it was good it was really really good and I loved it mm-hmm. Uh, it was a clone conspiracy tie-in book, but it was not an Amazing Spider-Man book. No. Um, if you are interested in Ben Riley, the, on- yeah. the Ben Riley ongoing, you probably want to pick this yep. one up, though. Yep, yep. Yeah, this is like Ben Riley, or what's it going to be? That's going to be the um, Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. Spider. Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider. Issue zero is what Basically, this felt like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It will connect it the dots really from good, how he, because in Clone Conspiracy 5, he's presumed dead. This connects the dots from how he gets out of there to going out on his own. Yes. Yep. So they've tricked you into reading a Ben Riley book. No. Uh, Not not necessarily tricked. Was Spider-Man in this? Was he in it? Uh, Briefly. Very, very briefly. But from from a story-wise... He's a a Parker clone, so it doesn't doesn't really matter. You're presupposing that I'm going to read the Ben Riley book. From a a story standpoint, it fits completely. Yeah. 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 Um, It is basically Duel of the Jackals. Yes. And they call him... I knew that was coming. The Jackal. Avengers 4.1 uh, is the I think I think there are only five issues of this like Silver Age Avengers the story. point ones yeah um, so this is the fourth of those shit is finally hitting the fan the Avengers finally have realized that the the new person they've brought on board is playing them and really this is setting up for the last sort of fight between them and her okay. um, it is probably a fun book. In trade, if you want a Silver Age Avengers, Avengers story. story, if you want, I mean, exactly, it wears it wears on its sleeve exactly what it is. It does no. not presuppose for anything else. It's, I don't think it's going to tie into what's going on in Avengers with Kang. I don't see how it possibly could fit into the Kang thing. So, Marvel, why do you make this Avengers one point? Well, why don't you just make it a separate standalone title that's for issues? <laughs> Okay, then you know what? Then don't do it. Well, <laughs> but it's been a good book. Like it doesn't. Okay, it, it doesn't then, fit anywhere in current continuity. <laughs> I did. But it is, you didn't buy it. He didn't. Okay. No. Somebody bought it. I did. It is good. Like I'm not questioning the quality of it. It is still good, and I enjoy it. 
all I'm saying is this does not seem to fit into continuity. This is just sort of a bottle story set in this period right when Captain America and Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and Hawkeye become the Avengers. Um, I think there's a place for telling stories in that period. Uh, I just don't. I, I, I tend to prefer it a little when they do tie into what's going on about to come up and i don't see that happening here um but it's still a good book if now see if they told that story and then like the maybe the villain that was in it or what some consequences that happened yeah. way 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 back then paid off then now yeah that would be a cool thing well, and they've done it that way in the past and it may be that after this king arc this villain shows okay. back up um there was – they did something similar with Spider-Man, Dan Slott did, where he introduced basically a literary foil to Peter Parker who went to the same high school as Peter, who basically became a villain because he did not have anything going for him and that was his only way to, to reach out. Um, and that character eventually came back as his Peter security Pay, guard. Pay. As his security guard at uh, Parker Industries. Industries. And like it wound up saving Peter there and has played not a huge role, but a role in sort of the background of that book. Okay. That um, would be – see, do something like that. Yeah. I'm good with it. I have uh, a purpose for it. Black Panther 11 still good. This is kind of the end of the first arc. We get an issue after this that will bridge the gap into the second arc. Um I don't exactly understand how this ended, but I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, and I don't want to say why I don't understand it, but I think this next issue is going to be necessary to making what happens specifically to Black Panther make sense. Ben uh, Riley show up. <laughs> yes. Baba O'Reilly shows up, actually. Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> O'Reilly Auto Parts. I like when they tie in like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually a war between between Black Panther and O'Reilly Auto Parts versus Manny Mo and Jack. <laughs> Manny Mo and Jack, perfect. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoy this book. Who originally appeared back in Pep Comics? And no, that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Jim. Hey, Steve Rogers, number twelve. It's so good. So good. It's so good. Every time I'm like, it can't get any better. And then it does. I am so excited about who his new ally is. I can't. Is this I can't the new Madam Hydra? Is that who you're? No, that's not his ally. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have. I, I, I read that there is a new Madam Hydra. There is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's that's. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. That's pretty good, too. I like that. Detail. So basically, we found out that. That Kobik has affected the world more than we thought. Oh. Not just Steve, but other people But other as people well. also? Yeah. So. <clears throat> is it man is, thing? No. Oh. This is getting ready cool. to go That's into. Cool. Cool. I know, but I read a shit. Secret that, Empire. Right? Yeah. Man thing, head of Hydra. <laughs> Did he show up in something just recently? Um. Yeah, He's he's been around in. He was an old man Logan recently. Like, He's one of the Howling Commandos. Like in the last couple of weeks, man, he just showed up in something. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, he doesn't talk. This book, 
Sam Wilson and Thunderbolts. Like, starting basically with this and last week's issues are apparently the things that you need to read going into Secret Empire. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bummed that I'm not picking up Thunderbolts, just because of, apparently it ties in real, real deep with all this. Yeah. Since, you know, COVID. I think, I um, think it sounds like you can start with this past week's issue, which is also the 20th anniversary of Thunderbolts' issue. Hmm. Um, that's what Nick Spencer made it sound like on Twitter earlier okay. this week. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, but I don't either. but it's uh, real, real good. Yeah. Secret. Everything is secret in Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, I did like, not a good secret. Like it's not a good secret. I mean, not everybody knows about it. Right. Though, right? I did like my tiny little Captain America Red Skull figures. Oh my that god, up those were so Bucks. cute. The the theme was superhero showdown, but I can't not see them as Hydra buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Except they're totally not. <laughs> oh, kind of. Hill Hydra more unites them than separates them. You said Red Skull and Captain America? Yeah. Okay. Seeing as how Steve kind of answers to him. Well, yeah, but he's trying to get rid of him and kill him, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't I didn't exactly say it was a, call that buddies. Good. I didn't say it was a healthy friendship. Frenemies. <laughs> okay. Speaking of frenemies, oh my God, read this week's book. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Hey, Mike. Mm-hmm. Great Lakes Avengers still good? It is still good. It's so funny. <laughs> It is so funny. Laugh out loud. Many yes, things. Yes. Not, this is, and I, because I always talk about endlessly, the Giffen Dematis Justice League run that I love. And this is the closest thing to that, that I would I've agree. read since then. I and would it is so funny. Agree. And Thanks. I hope it continues, and but maybe it doesn't. And Good Boy is still... <laughs> the, the werewolf girl yes. called Good Boy. Yes. <laughs> Because her persona is a boy. I, I get it. I just, it's really funny. And the, yes. the fucking <laughs> quotes in this book just, oh. I mean, just laugh. This like, book stop almost reading. gives me a quote of the week like every single time. Yeah. Like, so. I had to stop reading because I, I was laughing so hard at one mm-hmm. point. I had to stop. I saw his injuries when I was giving the guy a Tito Freely. <laughs> the Tito Freely, man. Is. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Tito Freely is the best. Is this good boy oh. character oh my God. a tie-in to a dog's purpose? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. So my kids Although saw she this may movie have been abused as well, and apparently cried through the whole thing. Well, it's a dog dying over and over and over again. Right. Like, wow! Can't wait to run out and watch that. <laughs> you know, I actually have this theory about the the frequency of occurrence of dog movies in American cinemas with impending uh, recession. Anytime there's a spike in dog movies, and there are two out right now. A spike in dog movies? That was good. That was good. <laughs> That's cute. That's well done. There is shortly thereafter an economic recession. Interesting. And this tracks back like 20 years. To Benji? Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Benji was in the 70s. So, um, is this something you're going to read, Alex? Do you know? Great Lake Avengers? Yeah. In trade. Okay, then I won't. Yeah. I won't it's I, real good. I won't spoil yeah. because the Tito Freely. What? Yes. Tito Freely's. That is the, the best. best. <laughs> I mean, just showing oh him God. the showing him the pictures. Not is it not? No, no, it ruins it. I think Aww. it does, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it does, too. Okay, because fine. the whole idea, like at the beginning, they're like, what? what is the Tito Freely? And <laughs> How then, do you not have a quote of the week from this? <laughs> because 
I have to. I'm allowed the one. quote. The like, best quote is this: is, is when they call him. <laughs> they compared us. They called us the American Alpha Flight. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not so bad. I know they meant it as a compliment. <laughs> and then turn around and read Miss Marvel, the mighty Miss Captain Marvel this week. The mighty mighty Marvel. The mighty mighty. Oh. Yes, Boss Marvel. <laughs> There's so many Mighty Mighty Boston's references this week. I don't know. Hilarious. But I had to tee that one up for him. <laughs> that sounded like the most 70s kid show thing I ever. So Dr. Nod and the Bod Squad. Yeah. Dr. Nod and the Bod Squad. That was fantastic. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's good. Really, really good. You magnificent bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's falling out the window. So good. Yeah, I, I wish this would keep going, but the art is beautiful in this book, too. Oh, yeah. Love, oh, love the like, way that, yeah. Everything about this book is just. It's perfect. Great reading. And I just wish more than the three of us were. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully it continues. And look, it may. Just because it's not in May doesn't mean, you know, it may just f- fall out that they got behind on a deadline. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe so. I hope so because, like, I. Funny book, this and Gwynpool are, are my favorite funny books in Marvel right now. Yeah. For me, I'm not. Re- again, I'm doing this one yeah. in trade. Yeah. Um, Gwynpool. I think Unstoppable Wasp counts as funny to me. Uh, even it's, not, it's, it's cute. It's, it's a very cute funny, funny book. It's, it's one of those. It's in between. It is. It's in between the teen, the teen hero books yeah. and the funny books. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but I, I look forward to this trade. I think this trade is out in May too. So, uh, Brian. Yeah. Tell me about the Hulk. Uh, Hulk. So, okay, I, I mentioned earlier. This is very interesting. Now, this is three books into the new Hulk series, and we have yet to see the Hulk. Or have we? No, no, oh, okay. we, we haven't I seen. Thought the Hulk. Maybe it was a mystery. No, it's it's not. Like, and, 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 and it's it's a very very deliberate thing because she is so done and and. Reactive to how superheroing has been in the Marvel Universe, that she wants really nothing to do with it right now. And she's really struggling. Imagine that with her anger issues <laughs> over what has happened. And like, she's like, I, I just need to be me. I just need to be Jen. And I just need to lawyer. And I need everybody else to go away and leave me alone. And I got to figure out how to deal with this because I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. And that um, struggle is super interesting to watch. Awesome. This is another one of those introspective. It, yeah, this is definitely, definitely, definitely. Hey, Jen. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the spider Gwen. Oh, spider Gwen. Gwen de las Arañas. See, si. uh, It was very good. I got through the whole thing and realized I had missed Spider-Man. And I knew that I was missing something. Yes. <laughs> So I, I as someone who doesn't read Spider-Man at all, mm-hmm. but does read Spider-Gwen, if you want to follow this story, you have to pick up these you three issues. Up, yeah. Like, this is not an optional yeah. crossover thing. No. You have to read both I will them. say yeah. this. I feel like the Spider-Gwen issues are stronger just because after two issues of the framing device, the storytelling framing device in Spider-Man... With its constant interruptions by Genki and Gold Balls, I'm over that device. Mm-hmm. So I like the Gwyn issues better because the Gwyn issues just stay in the moment. There's no back and forth between, here's what happened, and now we're in my bedroom. And here's what happened, and now we're in my bedroom. 
Yeah. So just you have to read both. I think the Gwyn issues are stronger. Okay. That's my opinion. And there's, Spider Gwyn there's, good. There's two more. There's yeah. one more Spider-Man and one more Correct. Spider Gwyn in this. Mm-hmm. And the next Spider-Man issues cover is a weird parody of the John Romita Peter swinging with Mary Jane in a wedding dress. Yeah. And that wedding dress and garter over the Spider-Gwen costume is a weird, weird it's look. It's super weird. Yeah, yeah. that's A little creepy. A little bit. That Deadpool trade that came out had the uh, McFarlane spoof on it, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the back in black? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I mean, the that cover issue, for the next spoofing that issue you that issue, read right. a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, a, it's a weird, weird look. It's a little weird. Um, like the 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 vest and jacket work fine over his suit, but I don't know. Yeah, the um, slitty skirt thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like if she were not wearing another costume, you would be seeing way too much. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to comic books. Well, not too Howdy. much. Probably Define. just, probably Define just too enough. Much. <laughs> if you can see Caracas, it's too much. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. Thank you. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll I've stolen that, that joke from an episode of Frasier. Oh, <laughs> imagine that. Mm. Wait, Frasier the worst part about that is that I'm laughing at a Frasier episode. <laughs> I know. Frasier is one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. God damn you. It is good. I wouldn't say the greatest of all time, but it's good. It is one of. Yeah. Send complaints good. to at MA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send love of Frasier to me. <laughs> if you want to know what that's at, go on our website because I can't remember without looking. There either is or isn't a 2005 at the end of it. Um, I think there is. I think, I think there, there is. is. I don't think I got on Twitter early enough to get just at Alex Lavelle. I think it's at Alex Lavelle 2005. Thus is the curse of sharing a name with part of the full name of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer character. <laughs> You've got to get on, on the ground floor or you don't get your name. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed I had M.A. Haynes. At M.A. Haynes. His full name is Alexander Lavelle Harris. <gasps> Holy shit. You've never put that together. Nope. Wow. Okay. He's just Xander. He's just Xander Harris. Oh, right. But right. he is Alexander Lavelle Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Willow says that all of once. Well, look, Probably. in high school, my measure of success was if I Googled myself and results for me came up before results for Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan sites. <laughs> that never happened, did it? Yes, it fucking oh, did. Okay. All right. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. On CompuServe. <laughs> uh, MySpace. <laughs> One of the guys at work, you guys know Dave. Yeah. Dave was having an issue with his CompuServe you guys at home account. I don't know Dave, but. A couple of years ago. And he has had. Wait, wait, this wait, 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 wait. He was having trouble with the CompuServe a couple of years ago? I know. <laughs> um, and that he hasn't been able to connect for 10 years? He called the support line to get them to reset his password, and they said to him, we've never seen a customer ID number with that few characters in it. What's your customer ID number? Six. It had like three characters in it. (laughs) Holy shit. He's had this account since the late 70s. CompuServe is still around for reals? Apparently. They were at least a few years ago. Wow, that's incredible. (laughs) That's hilarious. Wow. He's got like a three or four digit. Yeah. 
ID number with them. I had the same problem at work. I called the, our benefits department for something, and they were like, what's your employee ID number? And I gave it to them, and they're like, you know, there's got to be more digits than that. I'm like, nope, there's not. No, it's free, um, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I was like, put a zero in front of it. Oh, yeah, that worked. <laughs> like, okay, I'm telling you. 007? Are you 007? Well, no, I'm not. If he told you, he'd have to kill you. That's right. Or does that kiss you? No. In either case. I don't, it's not that. Either, either way, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One I kill him, the other he kills himself. So correct. <laughs> And that's a Saskatchewan steeper. <laughs> I'm Brian. sure it's not. Hmm? No. Yes, sir. Also, for those of you interested, CanadianSexAct.org was a running joke on How I Met Your Mother that they made an actual website for. Of course they did. Holy crap. Of course they did. Um, just for the record, most of, <laughs> most of these are How I Met Your Mother jokes. Uh <laughs> I really just rip off one sitcom after another. That's, yes, that's we, all. We know that's your fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, hey, Brian, mm-hmm. tell me about Spider Woman. Spider Woman. The other it's, Spider Woman. <laughs> yeah. That's right. One, one of, of the, many, as they yeah, point out, one in of this the 76 issue. spider people right. are around. 76 that, spiders in the big parade. <laughs> so this is the. Uh, ranchos right behind. This is the closing issue of the Hobgoblin arc. And, uh, yeah, kind of what the big shocking surprise that we got last issue. The uh, shocker? No. Not yet. <laughs> no. I'm not talking about the shocker he throws up. I'm talking about yellow quilty whoa, whoa, shocker. Whoa. <laughs> Look, don't put two in my stink. There are like three episodes in which he has thrown up the shocker recently. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I've noticed. I've been paying Thank attention. Thank you, Alex. Yes. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. I worked really I, hard on my random material. I, I noticed, too. I just tried not to say anything right. about it. Right. <laughs> Which I find is often the best reaction yeah, to Mike. Well. So. Sometimes Don't I need feed the, the beast. <laughs> Respect the pouch. Feed the beast. So, yeah. So, the, the, the big... Sub- Thing that happened last year carries through this whole issue and this whole story, and it's pretty one. And Captain Marvel shows up in the end, and it's probably the best I've seen this character since Civil War II started. Cool. She's in like the last page of panels, yeah, oh, cool. and it's good. And Thanos still good. Uh, like I think the first, I think I said this last time, the first issue was the strongest. It is still a good book. This. Uh, this issue goes back a little bit and sort of shows how these characters who are going to take on Thanos have come together. Um, it involves Trico and Thane sharing a candy bar in a prison cell. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Thank I was going to ask. <laughs> Somehow I'm, I'm, I'm very relieved by that. <laughs> Was it a baby Ruth? It was a chunky. It's a chunky. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Which is which is actually what a Saskatchewan steamer is, by the way. I thought that was a bit of honey. Mm. But you replaced the honey with maple syrup. Oh, maybe. Yeah. No, it's maybe. a Vermont steamer. Uh, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we killed Brian. Let's keep going. Uh, well, we can't. We killed Brian, and we need to do Longbox Book Report. So the Saskatchewan... And I was right after I took a big old 
mouthful of drink, and I was trying not to do a big spit take across the entire podcast crew. (laughs) So because you have two long box reports, we have to do that. Row, row, row your boat. Oh, that's right. Well, before that, real quick, I did want to mention, and I I told Alex I was going to. All right. So uh, Dark Crystal, I did not read this week, but only because I want to watch the movie again before I read the book. So I will probably talk about it next week. Okay. And boy, are we excited. We are on the edge of nothing. Dark Crystal. Sorry. All right. So. I I start. You start. Um, I guess I'll start. It. It's the long box, and then I'll start on. Okay, it's the long box it's the long book box report. Book. It's, it's the long box book report. I fucked it up. You <laughs> 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 can't even sing it around. Come on, no. kindergartners uh, can do this. Right, so this time you go first. We'll try okay. that. It's the long box. I can't do it now. It's over. <laughs> okay, it's over. Hold okay. on. We're done. Hold on. Great. Hold on. The kindergartner teacher in me has to do this. <laughs> okay. It's the long box book report. It's, it's the, the long, long box, box book, report. book report. It's the long it's box, box book report. It's the long box book report. It's the long box book report. Fuck yeah! <laughs> we can do this. Philology and round. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, now that- and if you start this episode in 30 minute increments, it sinks up in a round. <laughs> That'd be really awesome if it is. To dark side of the moon. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't. (laughs) But you have to start dark side of the moon in the middle and splice the beginning onto the end of it. But feel free to try. Feel free. Which one are you doing first? We're doing dark stars number one. Numero uno. Numero. Did you say numero? Numero. Numero uno. It is the sensational. I didn't say it was Spanish. Uh, This is by Michael Jan Friedman. As the writer, creator, and I love Larry him in Airwolf. He was great in Airwolf. <laughs> the pencil <laughs> creator. Thanks nobody. nobody um, actually, you know what? This is funny. We made a lot of jokes about this uh, kind of when we heard it. Uh, this, by the way, this is October 1992 is the date on this. Uh, it it was actually pretty darn good. Was uh, it really? It was not that's the biggest shocker I mean, of the show. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's not. No, wait. This is. <laughs> 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 Teenagers, all of them. <laughs> Predictive goofs, <laughs> indeed. Uh, no, this, like I said, this I was I was very pleasantly surprised reading through this. Um, they don't uh, they don't spend a lot of time setting up and doing the whole hero introduction thing. They just kind of start telling the story and the character. You know, they mention names as they go through, and it happens. And I actually kind of enjoyed reading it. it was oh, not shit. not too bad. How were the so, butts? Uh, you know what? The butts were mediocre. Who did the dark stars fight? Who's their enemy? Uh, so the bright moons. <laughs> like, like that's how much it just kind of organically happens in here. You see a like a, an alien creature, but you don't know who it is. Like you're not told who it is or what his name is or any of that. Yeah, right it's on. just it because we're not that far in the story yet. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I. I was as shocked as probably everybody else was. His name is Derek. <laughs> this turned out to be Derek the this Radiant. Turned Planet out Boy. to be all right. Derek so, the Raping um, Dolphin. Yeah, if, no. you, if you happen to like this, or I mean, if you happen to own this, or you know, you want to go pick up an old. It's a sci-fi uh, outer space group coming to Earth to defend and and do things. Right on. Police the Earth. It's okay. the basis of the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So interesting, <laughs> but that's uh, that's the long box book report for Dark Stars. And now, short and sweet, Muchacho de los animales. And now, 
Animal Man number 19. Animal Man, Animal bum, Man, bum, does whatever bum, an animal can. By Grant Morrison. There it is. There you go. This With is Grant Morrison's the, apology. The artists were uh, Chaz Truog and Doug Hazelwood. And I got to say, as much as Mike built this issue up, I Great. was incredibly disappointed by it. Great. Well... You don't know what you're talking about, so it's fine. So, uh, like, no, I, 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 I just said that to get a reaction from Mike. Oh. I was like, you're he was over there losing the shotgun. I was like, and Mike's like, I gotta lose my gun. I was like Han Solo under the table here. Talking like, yeah. I bet you have. <laughs> no, this was very not. Some of the Pain things you did first. not mention in this is like on the cover. It's very much a it, you get the feel like the artist is going to show up in this book. Yes. to to speak. You know, kind of, and this happened in a couple of old seventies book where right. like they came out of the book and literally talked to the artist. Uh-huh. That's not what happens. No, no. Uh, as a matter of fact, I love how they framed this, which is uh, he and the, and the person that are with him uh, have taken peyote, so they are literally tripping balls on this in this issue, and part of that is him. Seeing outside of the comic book. Yeah. Right. But it's completely left up to your own interpretation as to whether or not you feel he literally broke the fourth wall and saw outside the comic book or if he was just tripping balls and felt like he did this. Here's an idea. Yeah. Grant Morrison writing spy, uh, writing Gwynpool. That could hmm. be very interesting. I was going to say, I'd read it because I'd want to know how it turned out because that would be, yeah. Um, I Should love be that. By a magic vibrator. As part of. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yes, but for the issue leading up to it, she'd be hallucinating rabbits. Yes. <laughs> and then they all died. A little. A little. Just a, a little, little death. A little death. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Every day, a little death. My favorite part of this is where he's walking and he's like, Metal Man's not believing him. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, watch this. And the giant, she makes a giant shark jump out of the lake and attack or something. Uh, the whale. The whale. The giant yes. whale yes. comes out. Yes. <laughs> and and then he's like, wait, but is this what really happened? And you get this like old 80s kind of who's who reference page. That's like, that's like the, the introduction <laughs> to Buddy Baker because he meets his former self. Before he's pre-crisis self, yes, and who has a different origin and that kind of because they kind of retconned right. him after crisis, and he's like, no, 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 that wasn't your origin. This was the origin, but then that's not really true. And he kind of fades away, and like it's just this complete, holy crap, what the hell happened? And then at the end. I mean, it's a thirty-year-old. I just have a natural aversion no, to spoiling I agree. things. I agree because I didn't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Also, holy no. crap! What the hell happened? Will be Grant Morrison's epitaph. Yes, <laughs> like, I think you're probably right. Yeah. So he comes out of this, and they feel like they're off the. You know, they're done with the peyote and the whole thing. And he comes home and walks into the kitchen and finds this, which is his family and his his wife and his two kids dead on the floor. His family dies a lot. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm so glad you apologized. Fuck your family. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I put you in this horrible thing, and by the way, it's still horrible. Right. Is what you right. get out of it. Right. Yeah. This is your lot in life. Great. So everybody will die. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it's very much Grant Morrison. It's it's pretty pretty. It's, uh, is, was that a vertigo? 
yes. No. No, it no. wasn't. No, no. It was not yet. It Vertigo. became Vertigo right after that. Oh, okay. That's been when okay. uh, I can't remember the, the. It was a lady writing it. And I can't remember her name. I think it reprints uh, under Vertigo now. I'm sure it, it does. Okay. I'm sure it probably The next does. issue of that was Animal f- Man number one, Vertigo, or something. Oh, well, I mean, I think it continued. I think it was 20. Was it, oh, it you're was, right. It was 20. But it yep, was yep, 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 the yep. first under the Vertigo. Imprint, and there were several. Right. Doom Patrol did that, too. Yeah. That you kept the numbering, but they went yeah, under right. the Vertigo imprint. Right. And, yeah. That's right. But yeah, no, I, you, you were correct. This is a great, especially I would imagine if you had read up to this. Mm-hmm. It would be a real, real, and it was like uh, Grant Morrison trippy ninety what? I do, but I closed it. So uh, it was. Uh, oh, that's interesting. It's Animal Man nineteen, but they did not put the copyright here. Oh well, well, it was in the nineties, eighty nine. It oh, was shit. 89. It was not in the 90s. It was not in the 90s. It was 89. All right, so it's... Zag. So this was contemporary with establishing Bobo's love of dolphins. <clears throat> this <clears throat> was slightly post-Watchmen, slightly post-Dark Knight Returns. Yes. So weird shit was going on in DC yes. in the 80s, and that's why I... When I they realized it. that that kind of stuff would be okay to tell in a story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had two head magicians writing their books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And who are still arguing to this day, apparently, over the what magic is. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm still convinced. I know they I hate each other. I know what I know what issue. I know what story I want Grant Morrison to write. I want him to write Metal Men. Yeah, that would be awesome because mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Yeah. I would read that. Yes, I want a super high concept Grant Morrison Jonathan Hickman collaboration. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that comics can handle that. I don't you know can't that my brain handle, can handle that. that. Right, that's my point. And Grant that's Hickman. why I want it. it. You know what? I think that would that comic if you read it that like literally would open up a rift in space time and like <laughs> <laughs> change it. And would that be a bad thing? No, um, no. This is the nev- darkest timeline. No, never ask if it can be worse because it can and always get worse. <laughs> yes, this the darkest timeline if, has proven if that. If you don't believe that, I will re-reference you to the Animal Man that I just read. <laughs> also, this the darkest timeline. Yes, this doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> Where's the donuts? What's a donut? Ah, ah. <laughs> oh, look, it's raining again. <laughs> right. I, could, I could live in a crawler exactly. only world. That's yeah. my favorite Simpsons episode. <laughs> like it's ever. raining again. No. <laughs> the crawlerest cut of them all. Yes. But yeah, no. Uh, so well, actually, two good me. books in the Long Box Book Report. Wow. I Shocking. know. I don't. What know were the odds worked. when you had to read two in a row? Uh, exactly. It was not right. so great. The odds were the, the odds were not good. The odds were right. rough. The, the rods were we, rough. <laughs> oh yeah, how were the rods in Animal Man? All right. So since were there, we were there rods in Animal Man? <laughs> no. Yes. Were there butts? There were whales. But though. It was just Rod Taylor. <laughs> there were Rod Stewart and really, off. really <laughs> big okay, eyes. Man. Really big eyes. Eyeballs. <laughs> All right. Indeed. Brian, you uh, don't have to pleasure it. You just have to roll it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we're not using the computer anymore because we are convinced now that she is biased against certain. Computer. Yeah. Pick a number between one and four. It'll say one. She'll say one. Your random number between one and four is three. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me. She loves me. Brian. All right. Roll, roll it. Uh, and I rolled a one. 
It's a rolled one. We gotta go with that. Dum dum dum. <laughs> Nobody expected that. Except, <laughs> except the loaded dice that I put on. Except there. for Alex. Alex is the only one who knew. That's exactly what was gonna happen. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, the, the trick this week is you can't give it to me. It's the long walk to the long box book report. <laughs> oh. What did he get? My Tested. word, I don't He's know. Co- oh, oh my, is it a, what I think it is? I hope it's a Superman and the Senti book. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you get your house burned down. <laughs> Superman and the and Senti And which Superman book. just turns into yogurt. <laughs> For no reason. For no <gasps> The Dark Knight returns. No, no, it's not. It's not that? It is not. It's the Dark Knight. And that's what he said. It's, it's the, the Dark Knight. Oh, dark, uh, you said Dark Knight. Okay. I'm I did so, say I Dark Knight. <laughs> Good news. We get more Nat Rat. Yay! <laughs> Huzzah! Now, does this come before or after the other Nat before. Rat? Before. Okay. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Nat Returns, book one. Nat Rat. Which is the only one I own, by the way, so. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want more, too bad. <laughs> I assume I'm good. Does he read, does he have a whole tale in the front of this book like he did the last one? A whole story? Prose? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not looking good for you. I know. (laughs) Gypsy gerbils. In in all fairness, Alex, it's it's not Superman. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's also not Animal Man. (laughs) Surprisingly, almost kind of wish it was. Well, 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 I laugh at the frequency with which I pull Superman out of there. They're at least consistently not god awful. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, Mike is reminiscing through the terribleness of the pages. Well, tune in well, to tune in to episode forty six for the nat. There's actual parodies of the one page splashes that are in the dark night. Dark, dark night. Dark night. Yes. <laughs> Like the one where the general has shot himself and he's yeah. holding him in the American flag. Yeah. There's, there's this panel. Oh, shit. I'll find it. Keep going, Alex. Go, yeah. Don't go away from me. Well, while Mike reminisces, uh, if you want to check out. <laughs> oh, my. Clearing the backlog this Poor week. salt on Slugman, General. You Sorry. You can go to notcomicsology.com. This past week includes Captain America Sam Wilson, Volume 1. Nice. Plutona, which was wonderful, by the way. Oh. This is going on my, my things I will blindly recommend to people list. Wow. Um, Plutona? It is Jeff Lemire and Emmy Lennox. Um, story concept is hers. They co-wrote it together and she drew it. Um, Jordi Belair on colors. It is Ooh. about a group of kids that finds the body of a superhero in the woods. Sounds uh, like Stand By Me with I was going to say Stand By Me superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's it's Stan Lee by me. These these <laughs> kids are kind of jerks in a way that is realistic. They're shitty to each other. They poke the body with a stick. <laughs> oh, they poke it with something. Oh. 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 They poke it with a knife. Okay. Oh. Okay. I, was okay. Like, was... mm, I don't want to read this. Ducktails. <laughs> the Vancouver steamer. <laughs> Because uh, as the body thaws out while you're doing it, 
It's okay, okay, steaming. okay. I just we wanted got to it. explain Thank it. You. you didn't need to, though. It's oh god. <laughs> sorry about that. So, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> Grace in volume three. Speaking of butts. Oh, ooh, yeah. Excellent. I gotta read that. Grace. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl volume two. You need to just start going, Grace on. Chris, huh? Mm. Rat Queens Volume 2, The Far-Reaching Tentacles of Neurogoth. Yes. <laughs> I have not read any of those yet. They're very good. <laughs> then, and they start, it starts up again next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first arc of arc, such as they were, of Azarello and Chang's Wonder Woman. I like They don't really form arcs. It's one 30-something issue long story. Uh, but I stopped at six. But you broke it into an arc anyway. <laughs> As collected, it is the first trade. Okay. Um, like the first 40 issues of Invincible. But it, it, you don't have the trade, do you, Alex? Look, the way this works... And no, I don't. And I talk... I, I gloat about having this in I there. Know you I have do. the Absolute Edition, which is gorgeous. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. I, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to, to talk about how you had the absolute that. edition. I appreciate that. It makes me very happy. I know it does. It is beautiful, beautiful art. And a good story, but beautiful, yeah. beautiful art. Um, wonderful character designs. Okay, I'm done. Was it good for you guys, too? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Invincible form the past week. So... Very Excellent. cool. Excellent. Yes. Robert Kirkman's mm-hmm. superhero coming of age. How story. is it? It's good. I, I have about two thirds of the trades for it. I've read about a third of it at this point. Um, it is, in Robert Kirkman fashion, a slow burn. Uh, it takes a while to sort of build to its real hook, its real twist. Okay. But it's well done. Uh, and once that twist comes, I think, I think you'll stick around. It's more a matter, I think, of having the patience to get there. Um, well, you're ten dollars into it now, so you might as well, right? Well, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what those trades go for because um, the first one of it came out before Image started doing its ten dollar volume one. Oh. But yeah, like I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I think it helps to know there is a hook coming. So okay, there you go. And I've teased a couple of other things throughout the course of the show. So. Anybody Very got cool. anything else? Uh, no. All right. Nah, son. Okay. But, but I'm looking for I'm look, I'm looking forward to Mike's trading places next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I make a bet with Alex. That I can ruin you for a dollar. <laughs> you know, Mike, if you if you want to tag in on clearing the backlog every now and then, you're welcome to. I'm not tagging in on your backlog, <laughs> sir. I'm not giving you the Quebec steamer. You know, if you modify everything with steamer, it does stop being funny. That's, that's not always true. It's not. That's fine. I'll stick to the Saskatchewan snowplow. <laughs> that just sounds wrong. That sounds painful. I could have said Vancouver. I hardly knew her. But that joke hasn't been done enough. Oh. You'll be singing a different Saskatoon next week. <laughs> Our theme music is the Spontaneous Elk Reunion. You know they have elk in Canada, yeah, Please, too. please end this. <laughs> but the fish who saved the planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover, and I think this is one of those weeks where we have to apologize apologize to him, too. That's every week, right? Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, sorry about, sorry about that. that. Sorry, sorry about sorry. that. Sorry, eh? <laughs> uh, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. 
or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. Indeed. Indeed. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. Excelsior! Uh...